0: Hello and welcome to the TechMap Podcast. My name's Andy Bargery and I'm your host for today's show. Today I am talking with a gentleman called Nick Mordit who works for an outdoor media buying agency. Nick's been coming along to our TechMap Podcast Meetups for the last, I don't know, year or so. And he was telling me recently about the advances in digital outdoor advertising and how programmatic is moving into this space. So that sounds pretty intriguing to me. And I invited him to come straight onto the show and tell us a bit more about what he means by programmatic outdoor. So uh, I hope you enjoy the show. Please be patient with us. We did have a snoring dog in the background, but hopefully that won't be too distracting from you during the show. Uh, But enjoy the conversation conversation.
1: Nick, hello. Welcome to the Tech Map podcast. Hi there, Andy. Thank you very much. How are you doing today? Yeah, very well. Long day, but up for talking a bit about our home and the sort of dynamic industry we're working with. Excellent. Excellent.
0: So obviously you have been along to a few of the tech maps and, and that's how I've got to know you and to find out a bit more about what you're doing in terms of digital outdoor and outdoor or programmatic outdoor. But why don't you, uh, kick off by just introducing yourself, um, what you've been up to and how you've arrived where you are in the world of outdoor.
1: Yeah. Um, I'm, my name's Nick Morditz. I work for a company called Talon Outdoor. We're an out-of-home media agency. We deal with all things out-of-home advertising and communication. Increasingly, that's becoming about digital screens and integration with mobile and getting smarter around um, digital communication from the perspective of being a very traditional medium, very broadcast-led medium, um, but one that's changing, one that's growing and one that's being heavily invested in and very much part of the modern digital communication space, I think.
0: Yeah, I think outdoor obviously is, as you say, a traditional, um, and it's been around for quite a while, platform medium for advertising. But I think it's one of those areas that is probably changing a lot right now, isn't it?
1: Yeah, very very much um, led by two things. One, I think media owners are investing very heavily in the medium investing in quality investing in better better screens better locations and along with that more digital inventory but also at the same time i think clients are getting smarter there's more integrated communications there's more use of data in the planning that is behind those communications and people are realizing that you can really effectively reach audiences on the move and not just on the move, when we're out in city centres, when we're spending times in time in shopping malls and uh, transport locations. So it's about an audience out of home, not necessarily one that's um, on the move, Got so to speak.
0: You. So it's more than just about big old billboards these days. It's a, it's a much more exciting, innovative space than that.
1: I think that billboards are the bedrock of out-of-home communication. We're still a broadcast medium. That's our USP. But there's so much more to it. And, and the smart advertisers, whether it's Virgin Media, Google, whether it's FMCG or retailers are using broadcast plus, you know, they're, they're investing in digital to overlay a sort of more effective planning, more effective targeting. But we're still very much a traditional broadcast medium that um, is reaching younger people, particularly. I mean, it's the younger people that are spending more time out of home. and. The advertising and communication industry is struggling to reach those people in the right way, in the right place, other than through social media, potentially.
0: And I think that's interesting, obviously, as we all move towards the, the, the idea that mobile is almost the first place to target and reach somebody. Obviously, mobile would tie in very nicely with locations, i.e. shopping malls, restaurants or wherever you're able to place digital advertising or traditional billboards. So so I think it'll be interesting just to get your take on how, how has this space evolved so that you can plan and integrate better with outdoor across mobile tablets, um, and so on and so forth.
1: Yeah, I mean, first of all, it's the audience. You know, younger people are using more technology, using more mobile to purchase. I think, you know, that's hit critical mass now that we're we're buying more things off our mobile or more of us, a majority of us are doing that. And it's opening up the opportunity to be smarter in how, how and when we're advertising and communicating to people. I, I think there's a lot to do for out of home. I think some advertisers really get it and are really being smart around location and context and that that's what we're researching and we've done a lot of work around but there's a lot more a, a lot more kind of opportunity and a longer way to go for a number of advertisers to really fully integrate reaching the p- people on the move in the right mindset when they're thinking about buying or thinking about making decisions and and you know this opens a whole kind of spectrum of opportunity whether we're commuting whether we're in a shopping mall at the weekend, whether we're having a coffee somewhere in a city centre, there's all these kind of different opportunities. And the more we can tap into mindset, the more we can tap into the context of where we are. This is just about opportunity. And, mm. um, you know, the media industry is evolving to a point where we need to be using social with mobile, with broadcast media like out at home, on the back of good TV, advertising on the back of other channels and it's really is creating a good opportunity to be smarter in how we're how we're talking to to people
0: Mm, okay i think that's interesting Mm. Uh, and i I really want to talk to you about programmatic because i know that when we were chatting at the last tech map you were talking about some of the campaigns that you've been working on that are targeting or serving ads across digital media based on uh, behaviors demographics etc and what's happening in real time almost but just before i do i think i should just point out to our listeners that the person snoring is not a person it's a french (laughs) bulldog in your office isn't it nick
1: (laughs) oh my god i need to um Get him, get him lively, yeah. <laughs>
0: so we haven't sent your your workmate off to sleep with our conversation. It is just a French bulldog, which is <laughs> fine, which is fine. But Nick, tell me something about, or, or or tell me about the the case study you're going to present at a tech map at some point for us, which is all about the use of programmatic in an outdoor environment.
1: Yeah, I, th- I think clients and agencies have uncovered the uh, benefits of programmatic in digital advertising and you know it's a factor that's with us now and they want to investigate other areas whether that's video on demand potentially television and certainly in the out-of-home space at the same time out of home has evolved to the point where digital screens are now um, available and um, account for 30 to 40 percent of revenue across the out-of-home industry and that has just opened up an opportunity. So a digital screen is is a connection to the internet. It's data compatible, it's smart, it's interactive, and it's just about kind of opportunity. So a lot a number of clients from Sainsbury's to Google to Virgin to, you know, a whole host of other advertisers that wanna do interesting things and want to engage technology are thinking more smartly in how we can use real-time data to inform our planning and how we can tap into things like the weather, things like sports results, things like time of day and mindset. So over the last few years, we've seen a number of advertisers really embrace data and just be smarter in how they're communicating. At the same time, programmatic has kind of appeared as a as a phenomenon and a more efficient way of planning and buying media. And, you know, at Talon, we've had the opportunity in the past year to work with clients like Google in delivering what we would consider programmatic programmatic out of home, utilizing digital screens to serve ads and serve different creative or not on the basis of a data point or a data decision, which might be traffic count. It might be the weather. It might be the Rugby World Cup outcomes. I, I think there we were had, I think there
0: were two examples. Conducted. Sorry, I think there were I think there were two use cases you you yeah. introduced me to. One one was around the Rugby World Cup and I think you had some advertising in, in a in a train station that was targeting a particular team and it was shown around the sort of time that you might expect people to be travelling towards the, the rugby stadium. But I think there was something else you talked about around some signage that was showing on a traffic roundabout and it would recognise the brand of the car, I think, that was facing it, and then serve an advert based on what that brand was showing. Uh, have I got those, t- those yeah, two? Um, yeah,
1: you know, the camera recognition. There's an initiative now being driven by one of the media owners, Ocean Act, that is all about recognising um vehicle, not just vehicle registrations, but um actually the make of the car and serving an ad, you know, to a certain group of BMW or Audi drivers, for example and and it's it's brilliant because you can have a choice of whether you serve the ad you can then affect the creative and it this is where where programmatic really can have a benefit because it's all about serving a creative or the right creative at the right moment and if the moment isn't right we won't serve an ad and it's kind of bringing greater personalization to the out of home communication opportunity it's bringing greater context to that, And through all the research we've done over the last two or three years, those are the factors that really drive greater engagement, that make people actually take a positive action, whether that's buying a product, whether that's going online, whether that's socially engaging with a with a brand or a community. So we've got all of these different opportunities and, and different outcomes that we've delivered. Currently, we're, we, we're working with a brand like Sainsbury's, and delivering an opportunity around, you know, menus and menu creation that is served in certain contexts, which might be related to things like weather, might be related to things like product availability. And and the opportunities are uh, are sort of limitless. If you've got the data and you've got a client willing to be a bit more creative and dynamic in how they're thinking about their communication, you can do, you can really serve more effective, more impactful and more personal ads that actually mean something to a larger audience. And the beauty is you don't pay for that audience, you're paying for a, a set target audience or a planning audience. But if you can deliver a message that's relevant and current and topical, you're, you're getting so much Greater effectiveness in that in that delivery, and out of home is truly delivering something a little bit special.
0: So, going back to that example of Sainsbury's, there then. So, you might have a a location that's showing it outside of a Sainsbury's near to a Sainsbury's that's showing an advert for ice cream. If during the day it starts to rain, it might suddenly put up a, an advert for I don't know coffee or maybe even umbrellas, for example, and and that creative can adapt and change to the data points that you're getting around the weather.
1: Exactly. Absolutely. I mean, weather's just one example. What what Sainsbury's are actually doing is integrating it with their whole um content initiative and advertising initiative that is all about adding twists to meal time. So Out of Home can deliver the right time of day, the right day of week, where where we can kind of truly influence a particular menu or a particular meal occasion. And that's you know, that's just the tip of the iceberg. Other other brands are. Being smarter and how they're using data to deliver or not deliver or affect the, the types of message that are being served.
0: So in, ter- in terms of buying the actual real estate, the the, the media space, the cost doesn't yeah. change, but the I guess the cost changes in terms of the planning, the creative, and and of course, yeah, I mean, of course, the creative because you're going to need multiple variations of any particular set of creative to deliver a I, programmatic message.
1: I think within limits, you know, you, you kind of st- Set your agenda out at the beginning and say we've got these different types of message we can deliver different combinations of creative that then the technology can be smart enough to serve any combination of a number of different messages on a on a particular day in a particular location those messages might be location specific for example and the beauty is you can you can kind of pre-agree a pricing structure you can pre-agree a sort of number of units that you want to Use or deliver, and it, and it's all manageable and and sort of operational within a campaign scenario and a campaign revenue target that that the advertiser is comfortable with. So it's about being efficient, absolutely, but it's about maximising the mm. effectiveness of that message and serving it to the right people and hopefully getting a a higher number of a, a larger audience when you serve that message and b. A much more impactful message because personal relevance and and kind of context is adding so much more
0: got you okay so nick you you kind of touched on the measurement piece there and obviously in in typical advertising you you either look at brand metrics or you look at performance metrics and it sounded to me like you're edging more towards the performance metric side of things here with the digital outdoor so is that the case
1: I think we've had the ability over the last few years to improve our understanding of performance. Um, root the, the kind of base measurement tool for outdoor has helped us understand audience and helped us understand some key segments around, um, certain panels, certain environments. And on top of that, we, as, as advertisers have got smarter, we've had the ability to truly measure the impact of things like context. And actually notice a real shift. I've I've been working in outdoor for about seven or eight years and notice a real shift away from outdoors being an awareness driver, fairly fairly basic and fundamental, to out of home advertising really delivering things like behavioural change, action metrics, particularly as we're with we're, we're seeing things like in engagement with mobile, people going online, people using social media. So we're seeing more action orientated results coming out of out of home we we we're, we're doing our utmost to more effectively measure that and as we get into a more programmatic mindset across media we're also investing heavily in systems that will enable us to be more fully automated and and have the intelligent ability to Engage with media owner platforms, engage with availability. So we, we can have intelligent systems that can create a programmatic environment that allows us to be aware of availability, to impact pricing, to impact how we buy audiences and, you know, collaborating fully with some of our media owner partners as we do at Talent and with an independent, um, partner. Bitposter, who are very much involved in programmatic across a number of channels, we are now creating the ability to put a programmatic template in place that will allow us to deliver smarter solutions and effectively to gain efficiencies in how we um, implement the buying process. That doesn't mean to say we're, we're kind of sacrificing planning insight. We're actually using more data. So the automation process allows us to be smarter from kind of end to end, both the buying process around availability and pricing, but fundamentally around the planning process about using data, about using insights and being a whole lot smarter in how we can put campaigns together very quickly. So what does
0: that, what does that tech stack to use the phrase look like yeah. in terms of what different pieces do you need to plug in to, to, Deliver programmatic over uh,
1: outdoor. Um, it's 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 a very complex pro process. We work very closely in the Google example with the Google infrastructure, whether that's from DoubleClick through to their creative agency through to you know how Google implement the way they think. Um, but we also you need intermediaries. Um, we work very closely with Grand Visual, who are a digital. Creative and production house that have grown up with digital out of home. They understand the infrastructure and the back end of how you can serve ads dynamically um, to the out of home screens that exist. And that, that you know, there's a there's a whole number of um, out of home opportunities now across different environments, roadside in, uh, environments like malls and airports, transport infrastructures, etc. And it's companies like Grand Visual that um, are a tech company, effectively, that can deliver the um, intelligence. They have a product called Open Loop, for example, which allows, you know, API data and intelligence to connect with the screens that are on the street and connect the right data sources to those screens to ensure we're delivering the right message at the right time. This isn't a, a kind of easy process. It's something that needs working on. It's something that, for example, we work with a number of different media owners through any campaign, obviously. And those systems have to be intelligent enough to um, be able to communicate with each other. Mm, Okay.
0: So who else is doing this really, really well? What are the brands have you seen delivering uh, digital outdoor that has that interactive or that programmatic element?
1: I I think we're beginning to see it um, across a number of categories. Certainly in the tech space, Virgin Media, Google. Certainly in the retail space, this is emerging very quickly. I think we're seeing it in the entertainment space, which has traditionally been a strong supporter of out of home TV companies. You know, particularly ones we work with are now thinking about how they can use um, barb data more dynamically, for example, and it's. Essentially, it's probably bigger brands that mm. are thinking, well, how can I maximize my r- repertoire of communication? I have a TV campaign. I have a video strategy. How can I really amplify that using utilizing things like digital out of home screens, which connect, you know, in two ways. One with an audience because younger audiences are highly mobile and highly engaged with these screens, but also connect more dynamically with people because it, it, we're talking to them contextually and talking to them in real time in very different ways. And, you know, again, in our experience of researching these campaigns, it's that personal personal aspect and personal integration that is truly making a difference.
0: Mm, I think that's the case with most programmatic, you know, for, for example, where you see Uh, retargeting online for example that's much more based around someone's behaviors and you might see an advert in multiple places based on what you've done in the past and it feels like you're getting to that state here with outdoor as well and and now I'm wondering whether you can plug in to a a retargeting uh, campaign for example you know follow you can follow someone around from having been to a website to then receiving messages through mobile then perhaps also to seeing programmatic outdoor Mm. do you think that that's on the horizon is that possible
1: I think it is particularly through um, how we, how mobile and, and smartphones will develop and, and kind of truly integrate with our space. I don't think that's happening enough or, or kind of very much at the moment, but that's where the opportunity is. And, and what we kind of truly need is a more intelligent way of tracking people. The smartphone brings us, brings us that ability, obviously. We know kind of where people go and where, where people have been. At the moment, the outdoor measurement infrastructure doesn't particularly allow for that kind of dynamic measurement, mm. but we know from data sets whether it's mobile phone providers that are, that we're using increasingly, whether it's t f l type data that of course is tracking people's movements very very precisely, and potentially other data sources that are going to be you know more prevalent, whether that's the the kind of things tesco and sainsbury's and asda have or whether it's other sort of tracking mechanisms that other brands are tapping into so i think we you know whether you know brands like google and brands you know that are are utilizing the smartphone environment so we're, we're at a point now where if we can figure out intelligently how to use the basic data sets at our disposal whether that's weather whether that's um, sporting data and and whether that's transport data, then we can much more intelligently integrate the smart data that is going to be more prevalent through um, mobile devices and other mechanisms in the coming years. And it's all about, you know, making sure we're future-proof and making sure we're being as intelligent as we can to drive efficiencies and, and make sure Brands can utilise the the actual media opportunity that exists.
0: So it feels like we're on the very verge of a, an enormous breakthrough in terms of having that that using that richer, smarter data along with what you already have uh, to create really much more highly targeted campaigns, even more so than you're achieving right now.
1: Yeah, and I, and I think that's the the world is is kind of has been talking about data for a number of years and hasn't quite figured out you know, how to truly embrace the scale of the data that is available, particularly in the in the consumer space and and kind of the mobile worlds which we which we're sort of learning more and more about. I think even programmatic in the digital and mobile spaces, you know, has its issues and has its problems that are well documented. Um advertisers want greater efficiencies and, and want scale and and want to make you know more informed decisions but sometimes we need to slow down and use the data a little bit more intelligently think about the basic principles of media planning which is all about a foundation of reaching a number of people and fully integrating a number of media channels to get fully maximum amplification fully maximum of effectiveness of any communication strategy Mm -hmm. and and overlaying that now with with sort of the the greater demand for things like content, the greater desire among consumers to to use technology in a smarter way. Yeah, I mean, we're we're always evolving. And at some point, we're going to be at a tipping point where, you know, we can truly use data intelligently. I don't think we're there in any kind of channel, media channel yet fully.
0: No, I I think that it's, it's evident or or reasonably obvious that we're still collecting an awful amount, an awful lot of data on people and we're not using it anything like as smartly as we can. Certainly in programmatic online, you're seeing a much better use of data. But even there, I think there's still huge opportunities for getting better targeted messages to the right audience, um, using data that's available. So you've talked a bit there about, um, well, actually, most of it, I think, has been focused on consumer marketing. But are you seeing our friends in the B2B environment? Are they also looking at this as, a, as an opportunity? Or, or are there people already in B2B marketing playing with programmatic in an outdoor environment?
1: Uh, not that I can kind of truly think of. I mean, we've got a number of B2B brands we work with. But effectively, out of home, the out of home communication sector is all about Communicating to to individuals to to mass numbers of of consumer audiences, we're not truly a B two B, you know, sector mm. um, because of our broadcast heritage, because of the location of panels in you know consumer environments, whether that's roadside, city centres. So it, it's not so much a B two B phenomenon. I think there's uses and there, there's campaigns that are planned on a B two B basis. But effectively, we're talking about mass communication and and we're talking about mass communication to groups of audiences and individuals that aren't effectively reached in other media, particularly television and potentially digital and other environments.
0: Mm. I think uh, there are probably some very obvious examples of where it might be applied in a B2B environment. The airports, for example, you see a lot of B2B yeah. outdoor in, in the airports. But I take your point, it is, a, it, is a, it is a mass audience communication, isn't it? And probably more suitable for a consumer
1: campaign. It is. Um, we're, we're getting to a point, you know, we've got to be careful how we market outdoor as well, where you can be more personally engaging and more personally relevant. We don't want to kind of be at the point where we're saying outdoor can be everything to everybody. We know outdoor works very well. In conjunction with other media channels and has always done so, we know increasingly that this kind of data led planning approach and smarter approach and programmatic approach is, is enabling more personal interaction, more personally relevant communication and we know the benefit of that, but we've got to be realistic in in kind of understanding that there's a there's a balance between the kind of mass communication that outdoor delivers brilliantly. And the you know much more niche approach that outdoor can deliver in certain environments, certain formats, but other media can do you know pretty pretty well as well.
0: Mm. Okay, Nick, I think uh, I'm really looking forward to to getting you along to one of our one of our meetups to to talk a bit more about the Google case study and just to just to put you on the spot with some more searching and Q and A perhaps as we have at the TechMat meetups. Yeah. But if there are people that are that want to find out more would like to get in touch and probe you a bit in a bit more detail as to how they might use this in in, in a campaign that they're planning how, how should they connect with you what's what's the best way to get in touch
1: well you know uh, talent we're we're a very open and communicative business we have i mean i'm very open to conversations through my twitter account at nick mordit um i'm on linkedin we're always open to conversations at Talon around new opportunities we talk to a lot of startup businesses we talk to a number of you know advertisers that are coming into the space and want to kind of activate so my email address is nick.maldit at talonoutdoor.com and any one of those mechanisms or indeed through yourself at tech map and, and some of the some of the uh connections i have there will be more than welcome
0: Well, I'll certainly share your details in the show notes, Nick. I think it's a really interesting area. Something you said there, just before we clock off, I suppose, was around startups. And it just got me to thinking, you know, typically in a startup environment, you don't have a lot of budget for a media buy. So you're obviously thinking of funded startups here. But even so, that seems like an interesting avenue that I would imagine most startups don't explore is looking into into an outdoor media campaign. Um, so that that's quite intriguing. Maybe we can pick up, riff yeah, riff on well, that it's, for it's, a little bit.
1: It's an incredibly rich opportunity, and the beauty of outdoors you can be very specific with certain formats. Good example um, comes to mind that one of the fast food entrepreneurial businesses, Deliveroo, for example, started off you know very low low key using tube car panels. Which are the the cards with inside tube carriages <clears throat> that are obviously reaching commuters on the way home? Effectively, that's a brand that is activated in that kind of time of day, that mindset, and they've gone from strength strength to strength. Now, utilising the remaining remainder of the London Underground environment, Delivery now use rail station formats. They use six sheets around major cities and large format digital sites. So. You know, it's a good example where a brand can start in any kind of low-key environment in outdoor, and grow from there. Mm. We we have you know phone boxes as a as an environment mechanism. There's digital screens which can be turned on and off by the hour. There's supermarket panels that can focus on a particular, very localized, very proximity-based environment. So, the world's your oyster, really. It's not all about you know mass reach campaign. You can be very niche, very targeted, and the more you grow, you can be more national and and more high profile using some of the fantastic opportunities that large format digital provides.
0: Got you, and Deliveroo are flying right now, aren't they? As well, absolutely so flying. It, it, um, it, it must across be working the UK for and globally, I think globally are they, are they a uk company delivery
1: or are they... they're an australian business i think um but they're very much rolling out into europe and beyond i think
0: how did i miss that deliveroo and i missed it was australia exactly, yeah. there you go <laughs> nick thanks so much for joining us in the tech map podcast i look forward to having another conversation with you in the very near future
1: pleasure andy thanks very much and sorry about the snoring dog earlier
0: <laughs> it all adds to the show nick don't worry okay speak soon bye-bye Thanks for listening to the TechMap podcast. I hope you enjoyed the show. If you'd like to find out more or to get in touch, please leave a comment on SoundCloud or a review in iTunes or get in touch via www.thisistechmap.com. Thanks very much.